Angelical Stephen, Angelical Nate, making Mott's in the day with Jellicle fate, moving us aside, Jellicle, Jellicle, filler word, Jellicle, Jellicle. A lot of syncopation in that one. Well, hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. This is Nate Baranowski. And listeners, we've kind of been giving you little teasers about what's been going on behind the Patreon wall the last couple of weeks. It's been a couple of great episodes, but today I'm a little hesitant. I mean, we talked about, I'm just going to say it quickly and go on. We talked about oils. So if you would like to hear the, of the essential variety, <laughs> if you would like to hear the bonus episodes for movies on the side. Nate had a big announcement last week and we talked about bread in a can a couple of weeks ago. You should check it out. Patreon.com slash movies on the side. Support the show so we can have hundreds of more episodes. If it makes you want to become a Patreon supporter, mm. Stephen is honestly nervous about people listening to this Patreon. <laughs> so if that helps, <laughs> if that's like good clickbait, mm. then that's what I'm going to do here. <laughs> Stephen's a little nervous about this and he may a edit bit. a tiny bit. I'm not sure. We'll see. I mean, that'd be a lot to edit. He fears the wrath. <laughs> Of you oil people out there. Wait, no, don't you don't have to point them out like that. I just Oh, I'm sorry. I've, Lovely oil I've, people. Oily people. <laughs> I've made I made a Facebook post I was proud of a couple of years ago where I said every time someone joins an MLM an angel loses its wings. Uh-huh. I was pretty proud of that, but man, I got some heat. Ooh. Yeah. Did you? Oh yeah, I got some heat. <laughs> I'm not so, going to go back and read this. No, 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 no. Anyway, uh, we're, we're moving past that now. We're going on. <laughs> but anyway, patreon.com slash movies on the side. You should check it out. We need to get into this right away, Stephen. I cannot wait. Listeners, this week we did the musical made into a movie, the 2019 Cats, starring a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of big name people in this movie, even artists like Jason Derulo. Rebel Wilson's in this movie. Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, Taylor Swift, huge names in this movie, Nate. And I knew that it had a troubled uh, theatrical release. I don't know if you had any information on that. Oh, yes. I'd like to stipulate just a little background information. I have never seen the full musical of Cats. I had not seen it on stage. I had not seen a movie, whatever. I think there's some older movie. 1998, yeah. they did a, a movie, but it was like... A movie of the Broadway production. Right. Now, I, didn't, I haven't seen that either. And I have little context for the musical, except for the one song, Memory. Whenever there's an Andrew Lloyd Webber medley that I sung in high school or played in an orchestra, of course. Memory is always a part of it. And I knew it was from Cats. You're telling me that Jellicle songs for Jellicle Cats didn't quite make the Andrew Lloyd Webber melody mix? <clears throat> and for those who don't realize, Andrew Lloyd Webber... Has done every musical you've ever loved. <laughs> <laughs> like Phantom of the Opera. And what else has he done, Nate? Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's right. That's right. And he's done Jesus Christ Superstar and all that. Yeah. Big, big name in the musical world. And, this, and Cats has won, what, like five million awards? It was like the longest running Broadway show ever for a long time. Until I think Phantom of the Opera overtook it. Another one of Another his. One. <laughs> Right. So Cats, again, having I've never seen it, but it loomed so large in my mind as like this incredible musical that exists in the world. And memory is like the song, you know, of it. Mm -hmm. So, But that's my only context. I didn't know the story. I didn't know any of the other songs, the plot. I knew nothing. What about you? I knew 
I've seen pictures of it, and I've seen almost like small parodies of it in culture. Okay. Of people dressed up as large cats and being super theatrical. I have never heard, more than memory, I have never heard a single song from Cats before watching this movie. Right. After watching this movie, which I did yesterday, this morning, I went through and watched scenes from the 1998... Musical movie. Recording of the musical. Right. And I have since done some research as to how this thing came to be. I am transfixed (laughs) by the story of the development of Cats. Mm. Was this uh, in the pantheon of Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals? Is this one of his earlier works? This was a 1980. Okay, so I just I just found music composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'm on his Wikipedia, which is never okay. wrong. Perfect. His first one was The Likes of Us, 1965. Didn't know about that. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat was his very next show, 68. Then Jesus right. Christ Superstar. He did Evita. Uh, in 1976, and then Cats was 1981. 81, okay. Phantom of the Opera, 1986. So it's not his first, and he had some great musicals before and after it. So it's not like this was the... Okay, well, yeah. This is, I think this is a, a point that needs to be made. Mm-hmm. Cats, the musical. I'm not talking about the movie. The musical. Yeah. In order for it to have run for so long... On Broadway, it, one, has a lot of fans, two, is very popular, and three, although weird, has is definitely people's cup of tea. Really? Like, it's well-received? It is well-received by those who, like, yes, yes. Okay, okay. I mean, in order for it to, like, just in order for it to run that much. Right, well, that's... Like, it's ran, ran for 20 years. That, that, that's what always boggles my mind, is like, oh, this is, like, the canonical musical because it was on forever and it won a bunch of stuff before we get into this movie i have some thoughts <laughs> okay and i have a little bit of backstory too it won best musical in 1983 tony awards mm-hmm. best original score same year mm-hmm. and then andrew lloyd Webber won best musical for phantom of the opera 1988 just scooping them up so anyway two tony awards yep and a grammy best cast show album for cats in 1983 Yep. So three. Oh, and Olivier Awards. I don't even know what those are. But anyway, <laughs> you got a ton of awards for cats. You're lost in Wikipedia. Come back out. Come back to us. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm closing the tab. Okay. I'm going to say a thesis statement here. Mm-hmm. I don't think Cats the movie ever should have gotten to this point. Mm. <laughs> Here's why. This was based on a T.S. Eliot poetry collection. T.S. Eliot wrote yep. a poem about something called like Mr. Possum's Old Possum's Books of Practical Cats. There it cats. is. That's the one. <laughs> At the beginning, Andrew Lloyd Webber put music to these because it has a the poems have a bit of a rhythmic element to them. Right. And apparently as an exercise at some point in time, he put them to song. Now, Mm. T.S. Eliot wrote the poetry for like his godchildren back in the 1930s. Right. So this is what I'm saying. Everyone along the, along the path didn't anticipate it being anything and kind of just took it and ran mm-hmm. with it for a bit. <laughs> and now we're here because this fun book about cats to his godchildren with these different cats all of a sudden gets put together by Andrew Lloyd Webber for like, oh, this will be kind of a fun musical theory exercise, which becomes 
anthology of songs that he presents like, oh, it'd be cool. We'll have some singers perform this. Not like act it out necessarily, but just perform this. Like this will be yeah, fun. Right, and, right, right. and then T.S. Eliot's estate, I believe his wife was like, hey, mm-hmm. we have some of these unpublished ones about other cats. Mm. We didn't put that into the, the book, the children's book about cats, because the one with Grizabella, the glamour cat's too sad. <laughs> <laughs> same thing as journey to the heavy side layer like these are not children's things and then andrew lloyd weber saw these and said oh well this is oh yeah absolutely <laughs> this is musical stuff now now we're dealing with like oh, loss no. and angst and and disgrace right and then makes this musical so this musical becomes something they start adding you know beautiful dance numbers and at the beginning they thought oh we'll just make it like song and like some little dance and andrew lloyd weber's like no let's go big everyone's cats sort of thing it goes big (laughs) he really needs this to like to work otherwise he puts a lot of his own money into he seeds a lot of money of his own money into it like an mlm like that's like history yeah Yeah. like he puts his yeah he puts his own stuff into it so Mm. this musical becomes something Super, super popular. Yeah. And now we find ourselves turned into a movie. And like it has too much momentum. Like, like it's now at a point where no one can say like, wait, 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 this is insane. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Stop it. Like if T.S. Eliot was like, yeah. hey guys, this was just like a, some fun poems for my <laughs> God kids. What are you doing to this? What are you doing to this? Anyway, yeah. it is a game of telephone. And now here we are. Yeah. With the cats, yeah, movie. Well, I had to look up Jellicle. Uh, that's how I got some of the like T.S. Eliot stuff because I was like, "Is it Jellicle a kind of cat? Like a some? Is it something we don't know? Of? I'm not aware. It's said like 200 times in this movie. Because Jellicles can and Jellicles do. Jellicles do and Jellicles can. Jellicles can and Jellicles do. Jellicles. So having no context to the story of cats, and you put story in quotes, right? Did you use air quotes when you said story? <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Not knowing the story quotes or plot quotes to cats. I mean, I watched this with Whitney, and I mean, even 30 minutes in, we were kind of like, what's happening? I don't know what we're watching. Not sure what's happening. And then eventually it becomes apparent that the entire musical is kind of introducing kinds of cats. Right. Like, these are just the personalities of cats, we'll say. And every song is another cat mm-hmm. personality introducing itself. The idea is that there's this ball once a year and a... The Jellico ball. A Jellico ball. And a single cat is then chosen to be reborn. I think like a reincarnation kind of thing, maybe? Right. Like a cats have nine lives. Maybe you get an extra life. Or maybe you get jumped to your next... To the heavy side layer. Not sure how that worked. Which is kind of like heaven. Ah. I think it's less of you come back as another one, and I think you more of like advance into like cat heaven in the sky, or reborn there. So the heavy side layer is basically heaven. One cat gets chosen by Judy Dench. Q. No. M. Anyway. I was trying to make a 007 reference. (laughs) That's, That's the plot. All these cats... We introduce to each kind. They're in this, only one is chosen. There's a bad cat. There's a, so there's a bad cat. And I'd like to talk about this. So this is Idris Elba. I was excited to see Idris Elba as mm-hmm. this villain cat. And he has some magical ability that other cats don't to like teleport, I guess. Right. He can kind of poof and even take people with him. It's, it's so hard. To, so uh, we're not going to go in chronological. I don't think we can go in chronological order. Say that. Try one more time. Third time's a charm. Okay. 
I don't think we can go in chronological order because there's, there's just craziness all over. But I, I just want to say I was excited to see him as a bad guy. They build him up throughout the movie. He's like suspicious and evil. And I was expecting some kind of like dance battle at the end, some kind of climax where there's the forces of good versus McCavity. And uh, you don't get that. You don't get that big ending. Right. I actually think in the original musical, there is kind of a all cats gang up on McCavity sort of thing. Is there? Well, that would have been nice because all he does is grab the rope of the balloon and then five seconds later fall off. Okay, let's <laughs> that's, let's that's talk. We need to get into this. Yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. I have so many categories because I have so many notes. Let's talk about clothes. No, we can't start. <laughs> we can't talk on clothes yet. Let's talk about the CG, which is yeah the unavoidable thing that you stare at in this movie let's get this out of the way talk about this quick and then move on to the quote-unquote plot my only thought is sometimes it was impressive most of the time it was made it really strange right (laughs) that's my thought on it there are shots in this movie beautiful treatment of hair around a face yeah there are some close-ups where it is just like these fine hairs on the cheeks and the ears are moving slightly and it looks really, really good. Yeah. There are some like some really beautiful CG shots. And then there are other shots that looks mm. like you made a CG cat and cut a, <laughs> a virtual hole where the face should be. Yeah. And smushed someone like Venom, Spider-Man 3 <laughs> Venom face, kind of floating in the little window on the portal. And what was weird is the movements. Sometimes the movements were like pretty impressive and you know sometimes when you have a close-up on a face like you can see the ears twitching sometimes like a cat would and i'm like oh that's kind of cool and then during some of the dance or when there's fast movement it almost looks like the face part that's human is like stationary and the cg is kind of like morphing around it sometimes that jellical cat song at the beginning that one and the them on the railway dancing there's some really rough cg parts of this movie i know that they released this movie and then updated some cgi and re-released it even after it was in theaters which is preposterous that's amazing yeah i don't know that, well, but it's amazing that it just happened do you know what parts were re-released i don't know the parts that i mean i know that judy dench had like her wedding ring on in a couple scenes they didn't do anything with oh, their hands wow. and there were some just like bad work that they had to like re redo okay but that's the, amazing i mean it's it's ambitious i'll give them that there okay this is a big issue for me and that's this yeah this movie is cirque du soleil have you ever seen cirque du soleil i have i've seen la nuba in orlando okay perfect i think so have i cirque du soleil has about as much plot as cats it's sort of there right but it's not it's just meant to get you from stunt to stunt this movie like it just gets to gets you from dance to dance to right fun song and you're following a single character who is also kind of unaware and doesn't know where they are yeah it's like following someone through a dream it's just kind of like yeah because victoria the main white cat she just right. sort of stumbles through like a Cirque du Soleil character. Right. And which, and let me just say, so this, she's, I don't know if you can call her the main character, but she's kind of who we're following right. through the movie. This is like her first deal, right? Well, she is a professional dancer, a ballet, a ballet dancer. She's a, prof- That's a professional, professional ball- ballerina. Right. She's only acted, she was in Romeo and Juliet, I guess, in 2019, some something. And something in 2017, but this is her first big 
right movie break much like a Cirque du Soleil or a, even like a ballet performance yeah the plot is kind of there's a bad guy and good guys and some characters right but it doesn't matter that much you're there to just see the beautiful scenery and the beautiful dancing right and the beautiful song and I will say her as Victoria like her face in a lot of scenes and kind of like awe and wonder and curiosity I believed her Yes. With those emotions. Yes. For sure. Exactly. I'd not, sometimes I wasn't sure why she had these emotions, but yes, she has them. Right. As a Cirque du Soleil-esque thing, which is kind of what Cats is, once you introduced CG bodies yeah. and CG everything, you took away what was supposed to be the most joyful part of it, which was dancing and stunts right and like flashy sets when you wash everything in cg this francesca hayward who plays victoria is a wonderful dancer Mm -hmm. and you can tell that at times she does her ballet dance but i've seen cg bodies move around and so i don't have any of the same wonder of good dancing right it is and some of the physics of the jumping between i would rather it look like there are wires pulling people around instead the cats right. jump from thing to thing and it's like oh that's <laughs> just float just there's no physics it's like a crouching tiger hidden dragon like sometimes they just float across right a gap or something right. yeah, the, it's a little there weird. are for example there are two cats played by brothers they are the twins the alien twins in men in black international oh yeah do you remember those two yeah 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 i do they're amazing dancers right they're just like amazing they when you see like the two cats dancing in kind of a hip-hop hip-hop style yeah it's them right but now i didn't realize that at the time but even that it's like i don't quite i'm not impressed with the dances because you can manipulate a cg form any way you want right and also i was thrown off because they're the first cats with sneakers In the whole movie, I said, I turned to Whitney. I was like, oh, look, they got like sneakers on. Okay. Yes. Let's move to clothing. <laughs> okay. Yes. What did you think about some cats are clothed? Yeah. Some are not. And they go back and forth with little regard to what it even means or. <laughs> Once you introduce clothing, clothing is to cover up nakedness, right? <laughs> Let's talk about the know, logistics my... of it. It might just be to make a statement. You know what I mean? I mean the the Rebel Wilson character like zips off okay, a that why, cat outfit. Yeah, what is that? What is <laughs> she that? zips off a cat outfit to reveal a, like a shiny, sparkly vest thing, and then with more cat underneath. With more, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Why? I don't know. I like McCavity's outfit. He looked cool until yeah. Then he takes it all off, and it looks weird after that. There is something about seeing Idris Elba on that scene after Taylor Swift, who wears high heels. Right. Which is also troubling. Yes. We see McCavity swinging around, introducing himself as the Napoleon of crime, the Moriarty of this scenario. Yeah. And he's without his furry coat he's been wearing the whole movie. Right. And it looks a little weird. And all of a sudden it's like, Idris, you're naked. Yeah, it feels like that. Doesn't it feel like the rest of the movie? I was like, oh no. If you started with a coat on, I picture you, that's those are your clothes. Yeah. Never take those off. Thankfully, Judy Jet Dench never took hers off. Oh, that'd been weird. Yeah, you can't do that. She's too dignified. She wouldn't have allowed that. But it's the same thing with uh, James Corden when he shows up in the tux yep. at first, but then he takes that off and it's like, eh, yes, it's a little weird. We have to talk about some of the characters' names. Okay. I will say this. Of the characters I actually liked, which there were a few, mm-hmm. I've talked about Victoria already. I mm-hmm. thought she had a good 
look of curiosity. I liked the guide guy, Monkastrap, played by Robbie Fairchild. I thought he was interesting. Is he the main guy, the guy that like starts the first song, introduces her to the yeah. Jellicles, which I thought they were saying Angelical the whole time till I realized, nope, this is a word yeah. that I'm just made up. <laughs> I had to put captions on pretty early on because I didn't know what they were saying. Oh, that would have made Ian McKellen's song make a lot more sense. I didn't understand any of it. Oh, see, I was going to say. I was a foe. <laughs> okay, well. It's really asparagus, but that's such a fuss to pronounce that they usually call me just Gus. <laughs> so I liked the Strap guy throughout i thought he was a cool guide character i actually liked ian mckellen because i had the captions on and of all the songs which i wasn't really crazy about many of the songs in this movie his i actually kind of liked and maybe it was because i could read and understand read every word. the words yeah i had to i didn't know what they were saying so those those were the two moments i liked his song i liked the guide guy and i really wanted to like I, well i thought judy dench did as best she could being like the matriarch cat she it ends the movie with her basically barreling the camera breaking the fourth wall which the musical yeah. does but they never do during this movie till at the end she looks at you and is like gives you a should be over but it's a five minute thing about yeah that's must be a like an epilogue about cats that that was a little weird i didn't like that address the cats and bow to the cat and tell the cat that you love the cat because cats are not dogs and dogs are not cats. And I'm Judy Bench. Free me from this prison. Myself, I do not hold with that. I say you should address a cat, but always bear in mind that he resents familiarity. So that was the ending was a little weird, but before that she was fine. The one that I'm the most mixed about is Jennifer Hudson, the Grizabella character, because she is supposed to portray this extremely sad and like haunted past cat right. who then has this incredible redeeming moment singing the song, the only song that I knew from this musical, Memory, the song. And I just felt several times like, man, I don't know if she's overacting or if the CG is messing with me. But I don't feel it like I'd like to. They put snot running down from the nose to the mouth to show she's <laughs> crying. Which Whitney, she, she turned over to me. She was like, is that snot? Yeah, it is. And I was like, yeah, I think I wanted to think it was tears, but it wasn't. And it was a little weird. I don't cry for anyone in Cirque du Soleil. I don't feel things for characters in like just spectacles. Sure. Fantasia. I didn't watch Fantasia. Well, maybe there is some sad parts of Fantasia that make me cry as a kid. Yeah. But for example, Fantasia is a like an anthology of things to show off animation and spectacle. Yeah. Cirque du Soleil, show off stunts and acrobatics. Cats, to show off musical and people dressed as cats. Yeah. But then you try to bring in an emotional beat of this down and out cat. Right. Which, why was she down and out? Right. Unclear. We're never she was told. Like with mccadigan or whatever his name is mccavity mccavity she was i didn't realize that i think she was like used to be allied with him or he broke her heart or oh it was hard to understand like what the story was so it was, couldn't really connect with it yeah i'm with you she can sing she can sing like let's all just say jennifer hudson can sing she can the memory finale was good yes and you know i could get past the snot because i was like wow she's really singing right now yeah 
Also, uh, James Corden, I thought it was a little weird. Rebel Wilson eating the cockroaches, <laughs> not my favorite. There's a lot of stuff in here that I kind of went, mm, this is gross. It's gross. Then there's the Taylor Swift scene where she sprinkles catnip on everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> a lot of this comes from a place of, I wish I had known the musical and had something to compare it to. Yeah. I understand what they were going for. This is kind of the like showgirl scene. She comes out. She sings in kind of a um, Marilyn Monroe breathiness. Right. Like, I kind of get the... Uh, the she's McCavity's, like, henchman, right? I think so. Because she's not talking about her kind of cat, as far as I could tell. She was kind of just... She was, yeah, she's like his hype woman. <laughs> exactly. Hype cat. I'm nothing more than agents. Cat who all the time just controls the operations the napoleon of crime she puts catnip on everyone which Mm. i spent a lot of time thinking about what this catnip was going to do to them i thought it was going to have more of an impact but i think it really just makes them kind of dance and act a little drunk while she sings that's right it didn't have any lasting impact not really i thought catnip makes cats like go crazy these just kind of made them lay down yeah so that was weird they didn't. Some cats had hair that went onto their cheeks and mouth, or like area, and some of them looked like they just had the top head hair. <laughs> yeah, I was that was strange too. Taylor Swift looks like the bottom half of her face was untouched. That was just normal. And no CG. Right. right. It's almost like they really wanted people to know this was Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What did you think of Jason Derulo, the Rum Tum Jason Derulo, I, this is a guilty pleasure, I love Jason Derulo. Okay. For the most part, like, his songs are jams, the guy can sing super, super, super well, he can dance, he's got, like, those usher moves, he glides around, like, Jason Derulo is great. Jason Derulo as Rum Tum Tiger, Tugger? Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger. Tugger, right. He comes in, I was like, okay, I kind of get what he's supposed to be. He riles everyone up. He's sort of the like the bad boy of tigers slash like right, right. He's a player. Yeah, he's a player of tigers, and the milk bar is troubling to me on a variety of ways. Every time I saw a human cat abomination person lap milk or water out of a bowl, it was gross. Right. He comes in, and then he's just out of the movie. Now, this is before, he was introduced before I realized that this was all just a song for every cat and didn't have much of a plot. I thought that he was going to become someone important to the plot. Oh, yeah. He sings a song, and then he's just kind of there, around, just like any other cat of the Jellicles. Yeah, he's in the background, yeah. He just becomes a chorus member after that. And there isn't any cool for me to shout And also, so Victoria, the curious cat, mm-hmm. has an original song that was not in the original musical. I don't know if you knew that. That she sings, is it the one she sings to Rumpavella? Yes. It's actually a song that Taylor Swift writes so she can have an original song in the movie. It really backfired on that song? Taylor Swift. Mm. I, I think I kind of liked it. 
And the memories were lost long ago But at least you have beautiful ghosts It was okay, and it was interesting to hear her sing because she barely says anything most of the movie. Oh, and the other, one other cat I wanted to point out, the the magic guy. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mistopheles. Yes, Mr. Mistopheles. The scene where he's trying to transport Judy Dench back uh-huh. into the ball. That was one of the few moments I really felt like, oh man, I really want this guy to like. Yes. I think it. he was the closest I ever got to feeling an emotion at a character. Yes. With a character. Yes. Agreed. Him trying to, like, I really wanted him to succeed because he looked so sad when he didn't. Okay, I have now have more questions for you. Oh, okay. I'm, this is rapid fire. Yeah. And I need you to answer. You cannot answer with, I don't know. Okay? Okay. Are you ready? You okay. have to give me an answer. Make it up if you have to. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do. What are the? What does it mean about having the three names of cats? What are the three different names of cats? It's the name that people call you. I think like humans. Yeah. There's the name that you have for yourself that maybe other cats also call you. Okay. And then there's the third like mysterious name that uh, like cannot be spoken. Oh, okay. But that's like your true essence, your soul name. Got it. That like, yeah, when you're sneaking around, this is who you are on the inside. Okay. Or, or just when, when you're sitting alone and meditating, thinking about all sorts of cats. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next question. Okay. What does the moon do to cats in this musical? Mm, the moon is maybe they're like deity because like they talk about the moon having the memory and they talk about the moon kind of dictating the final ball kind of thing so maybe it's kind of like one of those the moon is okay so because it goes above them at that little dance scene and when the moonlight touches them it is like they are overwhelmed with a type of ecstasy that i texted you it felt very weird yeah, I think it's because they think of it as like some kind of, oh, you know, sacred okay, thing. Okay, very good. Do they get drunk on milk? Maybe not drunk, but it kind of elicits a uncontrollable desire for more milk when it happens. And so they either have to like give into it or they have to like run away, one or the other. Okay. Is every cat in this musical a jellical? Yes, and Victoria is not sure if she's a jellicle or not. And then by the end, Judy Dench says, you are. And that is like somehow an accomplishment or a sense of belonging now. How do they make clothes or wear clothes? Well, from other cats, obviously. Boof. <laughs> when a cat is sent off to the layer, what's it called? The heavy side layer? The heavy side layer. Uh-huh. Is that like real magic? Real stuff? Or is that like a hope and a wish? You know, I was almost, <laughs> I was kind of wondering if they all think it's the heavy side layer, they're going to heaven, but eventually that balloon just pops and the cat falls to its death. <laughs> like, I did have the like, thought that Judy Dench was going to turn to Victoria at the end and be like, you know, there's no such thing as the heavy side layer. <laughs> that balloon will just float up to the stratosphere. Yeah. I can... <laughs> be I happy you weren't chosen. <laughs> But then they, have, then they have this weird cat face that appears in the clouds. What? Did I miss this? Oh, you didn't see that? The movie opens and closes with that. Oh, 
It's a weird cat face. Yeah. I don't think I ever caught the cat face. I remember the opening. So for that reason, I think it is some kind of magical thing in the movie. Like there is some actual heavy side layer magic. How come Cataclysm, what's his name? The bad guy? (laughs) McCavity? Catastrophe. Yeah. McCavity. (laughs) Why can't he transport off of the tower at the end? Why doesn't his magic work anymore? No idea. I wondered that as well. Like he... I don't know if because maybe one cat was chosen at that point, like he couldn't stop her, and so there was some kind of predestination uh, preventing him from... Did his power go to Mr. Mistopheles? Now, that phrase that I just said, <laughs> I'm not sure has ever been said before <laughs> in the human tongue. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I just think it something in the movie is preventing him now. Maybe because he's bad and... The world now has taken his power. Okay. Something like final that. question for you. Yes. No, sorry, two questions. One then then a final question. Are the mice in this movie should we feel bad when they get eaten? And are they all children faces? Uh, it did feel like they were children faces, but it's the circle of life, Nate. It's like the Lion King. Okay. Very good. And then my final question is this. Mm-hmm. What is your overall thoughts of the word jellical? I don't like it. I don't like it as a made-up word. I don't like it as a a mouthfeel. <laughs> I don't like the use of... Bad tannins. What? The bad tannins. And the the amount of times it's said... Like, I would love a word count for how many times Jellicle is said in this movie. Saying it that much, I don't like it. I think, as T.S. Eliot wrote the poem, if you had only read it, uh-huh. I think that would have that would be more interesting because then you can people probably would have different pronunciations of it and it would be kind of interesting to, you know, just have in your mind what you think it sounds like but not actually hear it. But hearing it over and over and over again, I don't like the word. No. Right. What do you think? Do you like that word no, or no? No, I... But then I I also end up wanting to say it a lot too. So I don't know if there's like um, a... Jellicle or Jellicles is said or sung 128 times throughout the film. See, that's that's even low. That's a trivia section of IMDb. Okay, so, so that's low. I thought it would have been way higher. But yeah, that's it's too much. It's too much. Okay, before we rate this movie, my question is this. Yeah. Do you find yourself wanting to watch or experience Cats the musical? No. I think I... If I was given tickets, you know, I would go. Sure. But I have no desire... To buy tickets or seek out this musical. Well, here's something that is free. So this maybe will give you a, a better indication. Think about this, hypothetically. Okay. You can right now, for free, listen to the award-winning original cast album, 1983 or whatever it was released, that won that Grammy. Would you okay. care to listen to the soundtrack of the original Cats musical? I would be curious to listen to it, and I, I... A curious Stephen is a Stephen Stephen. A curious cat is a stephen cat. Oh, no, 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 no. I would... Uh, I probably should have even done it for this episode. Maybe we can recap it next time. I will listen to it. I can guarantee you I probably won't make it full of, through a full song. I'll probably just listen to, like, 30 seconds to a minute and go to the next one. But I will listen to it. I would do that. Okay. What about you? Do you... Do you Want to see this musical in person or otherwise? I mean, before recording with you, I went and watched musical things because I am a bit, I'm I'm not into it, but I am curious of it, as you said. Yeah. I'm curious as to like, 
what made this such a hit? I think I will find out mm. that in general, Cats is not my cup of tea. Yeah. It kind of has a an eerie 80s labyrinth movie-esque feel to it in its original form. Mm. I haven't seen that movie, but you're probably right. So I, uh, I don't think I would choose to watch this musical, but I think I would listen to the soundtrack. So here's my theory. I just looked up when Les Miserables was first performed, mm-hmm. which was 1985. Mm-hmm. So a few years after Cats. I think Andrew Lloyd Webber just kind of got in before some of the other big musicals that he also composed, albeit, you know, like Phantom of the Opera. But maybe Cats was kind of the first big spectacle musical mm. with that much dancing. You know, because when you look at older musicals, there could be dancing, but it's definitely like an older style or it's like grounded in like an actual time period or, you know, it's about a time in America or something like that. And maybe Cats was kind of the first fantastical, like full of dancey, like really out of the box musical like it was. And that jettisoned it into popularity. That's just a theory. Maybe. Mm, okay. I don't know. I could be totally off there, but I really can't understand why else this would have been so popular for so long and won so many awards. I just, I don't know. When did, when did West Side Story come out in the fifties? Yeah. I don't know. There was some good stuff, but like Fiddler on the Roof. See, but all those are like West Side Story, but those weren't all singing as well. Those weren't all singing, which I didn't realize. I thought this was going to be a mix. This was more of an operetta quote unquote. It's all singing. But even West Side Story and Fiddler, they're very real life things dealing with heavy issues. And Cats is like this. It's not about real life. It's about this made up world of cats. And you can kind of maybe escape to that world and not think about so much Hmm. people dying or Hmm. people getting, you know, sent away from their hometowns like Fiddler. Isn't this this just like every Shakespeare play? Isn't this like Midsummer Night's Dream? I don't think it's that serious. I don't think it's mm. that just fun. Like just it's not cats. The, it's not as heavy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like there's an antagonist that gives you a little sense of like, oh, what's gonna happen? The main song is heavy. Memory is heavy. Memory is heavy, but again, it's a cat. <laughs> so you you're not dealing with like like Jewish people being sent away from their homes right. or the end of West Side Story where someone gets shot and dies. Like you're not dealing with that kind of stuff. And that one person that you feel bad for ends up going to the heavy side layer, which is, you know, I guess a desirable thing, as long as that balloon doesn't pop and they don't fall to their death. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's that escape kind of thing. I mean, I'm going to be honest. That Jellicle song, I listened to the the main Broadway version of it. That rhythm kind of sticks in my head. I don't want it to. But it's sort of there. Yeah, I get it. It can be catchy. I'll have to listen to the original soundtrack. Anyway, Nate, I forgot to do the Rotten Tomatoes up at the top of the show. Plug it in now. And so I'm going to do it now as we're about to rate. I'd like to, do you, do you have it? Do you already know what it is? I know what it is. Okay. Critic score, 21. Audience score, 53. Which again, I think is higher than it should be. <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, if you and I had seen Cats and had been part of our youth and growing up, and this was a fantastical story. As Jill put it to me, this may not be your cup of tea, but she saw a few small scenes from this movie. It may be somebody's cup of tea. <laughs> so on a scale, uh, from zero to five, fur coats. <laughs> because 
because when Judy Dench especially shows up in that fur coat, mm-hmm. I turned to my wife and I was like, is she wearing another cat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if so, that's pretty weird. But anyway, I thought you were going I thought you were going to say fur balls because I oh. at first was super super impressed that this movie did not have a cat cough up a fur ball until James Corden did uh, later in the little fight against the fairy man guy. And I was oh. like, oh, you did it. <laughs> also, thanks for not having a cat lick itself as well. Rebel Wilson was close, but thanks for right. keeping that out of yeah. this movie. That's true. All right. Zero to five fur coats. Whose turn is it, Nate? I think it's me. I think it's yours. Yep. Go ahead. Cats the movie. Man, this is hard. I'm going to give Cats the movie one and a half fur coats. I think everyone should see it. Mm. I don't say that about a lot of bad movies. It is uncanny valley to the max. These creatures are not cats nor people. They are strange. Right. It is not a plot. It is like watching a Cirque du Soleil without real stunts or acrobats. Right. It is just whimsical songs set to music. Yeah. I think it needs to be experienced. But I'll be honest, this movie had a hard time holding my attention, which seems weird because it's something I've never seen before, and yet I wanted to be on my phone the whole time. Yeah. And as I said to you, I got 40 minutes in, and I paused it, and I went to do something else because I just couldn't watch it all in one take. So it's not... This movie is is essential oils. (laughs) Use it sparingly. Don't use a lot of it. Uh Don't buy it for yourself. Sure. Let someone give... Don't sell it to other people. Don't sell it to other people. It may have a positive effect on you, or it may just be something interesting, but yeah, just like essential oils, <laughs> rub the movie cats on your feet. Or on your paw. Or on your paw. Nate, I gotta say, I'm gonna give this movie a one. Don't really recommend you, I definitely don't pay for this, like to rent it, because right now you can't stream it somewhere. You have oh, to pay for it. Oh, by the way, Steven. Yeah. I yeah. rented this on Amazon. Yes. And I wrote this note down before I even started the movie. Never has the phrase... Did you purchase this by accident? Feel like such a poignant message from Amazon. <laughs> That's hilarious. It glared at That's me. Funny. I know they say that every time you rent it, like, hey, you can get your money back. Did you did you mean to purchase this? That's hilarious. Nate, I can't recommend that people rent this movie. I'm not even sure I want to recommend people see it. I mean, maybe. Only if it's on streaming for free. It was so bizarre. It really comes out of the gate and you don't know how to handle it. Even the few moments where I felt something, I mean, that's where the whole one comes from, is like the finale of memory and the one magical guy who can conjure up Judy Dench on the sofa. That's all. Mr. Mistopheles. Mistopheles. That, that, that's what gets the one. But otherwise, I was like, it's too much. It's too much. I'm going to listen to the original Broadway soundtrack and, I don't know, find out why this was so popular. But yeah, it's a one for me. So anyway, listeners, you tell us. What did you think of the movie Cats? If you saw it, comment on Instagram at Movies on the Side, on Twitter at Movies on the Side. And you know what? Uh, even if you loved it and you think we're totally off, give us a five-star rating on <laughs> Apple Podcasts and you can comment your thoughts to us and we will 100% read it there. So thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>